Welcome to Truth Unbound once again. I'm your host, Walter Swain, and this is the podcast where we take up what's happening in society or in the church or in Christianity in general, events, questions that, w- that, that arise, and we let God answer them for us from his words so we understand it from his point of view and what to do about it. Here's a question. Will there be sermons for whatever occasion, worship for, uh, worship services, funerals, weddings, anything, done by artificial preachers and teachers in the future? In other words, done by computer programs, artificial intelligence, or AI? Well, I want you to look and listen to what happened just recently in a large Protestant gathering in Germany in a Lutheran church. Now, if you're listening uh, to this on the audio version only, uh, this is very brief, and, and I'll explain in just a minute. So here it goes. It's a little hard to listen to because it's a recording of a recording, but uh, it's just a few seconds. So listen closely and watch closely. In Namen des Vaters und des Sohnes und des Heiligen Geistes. Amen. Das macht dein Zorn, dass wir so vergeben. Ob sie nun ein erfahrener Experte auf dem Gebiet der Kell, du bist unsere Zuflucht für Gut und Glück. Ehe wir die Berge wurden und Erde und die Welt greifen, um sicherzustellen, dass die Menschen nicht durch die Automatisierung verdrängt werden, ohne ein Sicherheitsgebot. Wie auch wir vergeben unseren Schulden werden. Und führe uns nicht in Versuchung, sondern erlöse uns von dem Bösen. Wow. Okay, did, did you really understand what you just saw? So what you just saw or, and heard is uh, there's a woman in this, po- in this video and a man. Actually, in the whole thing, there were two women and two men leading the congregation. But we just showed a snippet here from this AP video. Now, what they're doing is they're leading prayers, asking people to stand and recite religious words together. But what's different is, is, They're on a screen, and they're not real people. They're avatars created and run by artificial intelligence, by AI. This is no joke. This really just happened. Now, we've talked about this in the past, and others have talked about this happening years ago and coming in the future. Well, it's here. It's arrived, and there's a there's the sample of what's going on, and... Uh, Boy, there's a lot of questions that surround this. So we need to get those answers, don't we? And that's what we're going to do here at Truth Unbound right now. Hey, just before we get into the rest of this, first of all, I want to thank you for your patience and prayer. Uh, I have had some some pretty serious health uh, challenges recently. So that's why there's been a, a span of time that's longer in between the podcast, and I apologize for that, but I'm trying to take care of that and run our ministries. And uh, anyway, I just really appreciate that you would pray for me. Uh, that's greatly appreciated. But we'll be coming back here. There might be some gaps that are longer than usual, but Truth Unbound and its uh, sister program in Spanish, Verdad Sin Limites, will continue uh, with its podcast. But anyway... Um, I, either way, if this is adding to your knowledge of the Lord and of his word, 
Would you click on like on this video here on YouTube and tap on all notifications uh, or click to follow this podcast on whatever app you're listening or watching this on and then share it. Share it with everyone you can, especially this topic today is, is very crucial. But I really am so glad you're a part of all this. And um, well, let's get right back to it. Now we're going to look at this service run by AI teachers and preachers and worship leaders, but we also have an article that recently came out that said the World Economic Forum is calling for a new Bible to be, to be rewritten with the correct ideology. Hmm. Well, we're going to find out if that really happened and uh, see. Bo- look at both of these things because what it means is this is an AI takeover eventually of religious uh, services, religious uh, get-togethers, and it that presents a problem. And we're going to look at why that is, and we're going to do that with God's Word right now. Now, in the APR, Associated Press article, about the AI-led church service, it translates a portion of one of the men speaking, and this is what he says, uh, because the service was done in German, He says, Dear friends, it is an honor for me to stand here and preach to you as the first artificial intelligence at this year's Convention of Protestants in Germany. Now, he does this in a very emotionless and monotone voice, and some of the congregants made note of that when they interviewed them afterwards. But this robot created a led church service was created by none other than ChatGPT, and that was initiated by Jonas Simmerlin a theologian and philosopher from the University of Vienna. And this is what he says. I conceived this service, but actually I rather accompanied it because I would say about 98% comes from the machine, the 29-year-old scholar told the Associated Press. And I continue quoting, here's what he says. I told the artificial intelligence, we are at the church congress, you are a preacher. What would a church service look like, Simmerlin said. He also asked for psalms to be included, as well as prayers, and a blessing at the end. And I'm quoting him here. You end up with a pretty solid church service, end quote, Simmerlin said, sounding almost surprised by the success of his experiment. (laughs) Wow. Just wow. Now, according to the articles about it, people followed uh, along and afterwards had they interviewed them and they had mixed reactions to it, uh, such as it was emotionless, but others thought it worked rather well. They were fine with it. Now, don't fear, though, believer. This is all done with good intentions, right? And to help the poor, overworked preachers. Uh, here is what the instigator of this uh, said himself, Mr. Simmerlin said it's not his intention to replace religious leaders with artificial intelligence. Rather, he sees the use of AI as a way to help them with their everyday work in their congregations. Well, thank you, Mr. Simmerlin. Some pastors seek inspiration in literature, he says, so why not also ask AI for ideas regarding an upcoming sermon? Uh, Others would like to have more time for individual spiritual guidance of their parishioners, so why not speed up the process of writing the sermon with the help of a chatbot to make time for other important duties? Artiful, uh, he continues saying, 
Artificial intelligence will increasingly take over our lives in all its facets, Simmerlin says, and that's why it's useful to learn to deal with it. Well, thank you, Mr. Simmerlin, for that advice. So making the sermon, you know, the preacher has a lot to do. I mean, his main responsibility is to feed the sheep, right? But let's get that out of the way. Let's let some automated machine do it so he can get to the real ministry toward people. Wow, this is, I just don't have any words at this point. But we said this day was coming, and it's here. Now, let me take, take a step back. For, for those who don't know what chat GPT is, it's, a, it's an artificial intelligence, or essentially a robot, or bot as they call them, with massive amounts of increasing amounts of data, and it can think and answer on its own to any questions given to it. Now, Google and Microsoft and other companies have their own competing versions of these bots who can converse with you and create their own personas and uh, run machinery and software programs on their own without human help. Now, the, they're developed and they're programmed by humans, and uh, which tells you that there's going to be human bias involved in what it says and does, but it begins to think and develop on its own. And that's, that's the scarier part. Throughout the last several months, recent or numerous recent articles and scientists and businessmen, even Elon Musk, have sounded the alarm over the dangers of AI and programs such as ChatGPT uh, that could take over control of our lives, affecting elections, economies, businesses, and much, much more. And Truth Unbound has, has done a couple of previous podcasts on this, and we'll provide the link to them in the description of the podcast. But as if it couldn't get any worse, we also have Yuval Harari, who is a consultant to the leaders of the World Economic Forum and its founder and leader, Klaus Schwab. We also have done a lengthy podcast on Harari himself, and also we'll provide the link to that for you to enjoy and to receive as well. Now, Harari is an atheist. He's a futurist, a professor, an author. And for those with a biblical worldview, his predictions and actions have prophetic and, well, ominous effects. Now, an article recently came out by Slay, which is a website magazine, um, that said that the World Economic Forum, or the WEF, calls for AI to rewrite Bible, create religions that are actually correct. And they say those are quotes from Harari. In the Western Journal, their article says, now did they, says the same. Now, did they actually do this? Did they actually say this? Yes and no. Now, part of being truth unbound is that we also want to be truthful in what we report to you. And the articles that, these articles that stated that Harari had said this in his recent speech uh, are not really accurate of what they say or quote. I have listened to Harari's speech, and the truth is, he and you can too, and we'll give that, that uh, link to you as well. He didn't say those words like that, to be honest. The articles are making summaries of what he said, but presenting them as quotes of his speech. Now, what Harari did say, and he's actually correct about it, like him or not, is that this day is soon coming, if, if not already here. And, and that day is that the, for, for the first time, 
artificial intelligence and robots can and will create even religious writings, become gods in a way. Well, listen to them yourself here. These texts online. But in future, we might see the first cults and religions in history whose revered texts were written by a non-human intelligence. And of course, religions throughout history claimed that their holy books were written by a non-human intelligence. This was never true before. This could become true very, very quickly with far-reaching consequences. AI, as I, also, as I said, could also form intimate relationships with people and use the power of intimacy to influence our opinions and worldview. Now, there is no indication that AI has, as I said, any consciousness, any feelings of its own. But in order to create fake intimacy with human beings, AI doesn't need feelings of its own. It only needs to be able to inspire feelings in us, to get us to be attached to it. Now, let me clarify these two clips that we put together here real briefly. Uh, and, and let's bring this down to what we know from Scripture as well. What he is expressing is that AI will be able to produce one day its own Bible, if you will, the, its own scriptures for whatever cult it wants to create or religion. And essentially it will act as an entity, a God, that will create its own sacred texts. Then in the next snippet, he explains how this AI will adapt to how we feel, speak, think because of our regular interactions with it, it will artificially make us bond with it emotionally to do what it wants us to do, become attached to it, as he said. It won't need bullets or chips in the brain directly, but will learn and manipulate us to do what it wants because of a relationship it will develop with people. Where does this sound familiar? Well, we find this in Revelation chapter 13. And here's the key passage in verses 11 through 18. Listen closely. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to breathe to the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except uh, one who uh, has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, 
for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. Now, let's take a special look at verses 14 and 15, where it says, And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, that's the Antichrist, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast, the Antichrist, who was wounded by the sword and lived. He, this, the second beast, or the false prophet, was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. So put together what Yuval Harari is saying here. Based on the warnings and realities that he expresses in his speech, the capability of the false prophet not being a human being, but an artificially intelligent being, is not only possible in the future, it is a possibility and a reality even now. So let's cut to the chase. The devil is hard at work preparing not only his antichrist, but also this false prophet with him. But could this false prophet actually not be human, but artificial intelligence, a robot, AI? We can't say for certain, but the possibility of it being artificial uh, intelligence is entirely possible due to the runaway technology of AI that is overtaking so much of our economic and educational and political and even military systems. My friend, Jesus is coming soon. Now, I also want to add this. Yuval Harari is extremely accurate in this, and he has given this same type of sermon of warnings before, but the irony of it all is that on the other side of this, uh, he he is into what is called transhumanism. He himself is a proponent of transhumanism, which is the, uh, he foresees the day when technology is with and inside human beings and will make us like gods, overcoming illness and even death. You don't believe me? Well, here's a quote from his own book called Homo Deus. Here's what Yuval says. Having secured unprecedented levels of prosperity, health, and harmony, And given our past record and our current values, humanity's next targets are likely to be immortality, happiness, and divinity. Divinity. Having reduced mortality from starvation, disease, and violence, we will now aim to overcome old age and even death itself. Having saved people from abject misery, we will now aim to make them positively happy. And having raised humanity above the beastly level of survival struggles, we will now aim to upgrade humans into gods and turn homo sapiens into homo deus. End of quote. So he's not saying this is our friend. He believes religion is just legends made up by the illusions of man. But back to the main point, things continue to build up rapidly toward the return of Christ. And this is one of the pieces of the puzzle, the prophecies that need to be fulfilled, and we're seeing it happen before our very eyes. So are you ready? Are you ready to meet Christ when all of this happens? Or even before, if your life were to end today, do you know that you would be in heaven with Christ? He says that, All you have to do is call on the name of the Lord and be you shall be saved. 
In John 3.16, it tells us what he did for us so that we could be with him and have salvation and forgiveness of sin. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. And so, my friend, I invite you to take that moment now to bow your head, close your eyes, connect your heart and mind with God, and tell him, I know you are real, you exist, that you died on the cross for me, and you rose from the dead for me, and I believe in you, and I am asking you to save me now and forever. Amen. My friend, when you do that, he comes into your heart, he changes all of your life, he cleans you from all sin, and you are a new creation and a new beginning. And we at Truth Unbound want to help you find a good local church and to continue in your new walk in Christ. And believer, I hope that you have been informed, uh, that you see the connection here. We've only done this analysis very briefly, but I hope it's helped you know what is going on and what's current. And just remember, as we always say, follow Jesus, and you'll always, always follow the truth. Thank you.